you know, just a quick comment on the um, <clears throat> uh, last night on the um, uh, pins and and uh, um, what do you call it? The yeah, the um, that the players had on their uh, helmets and that you know we wore the the pins for the Taps families. Um, decals yeah sorry decals and uh pins always um you know good to participate in that uh you know recognition of the uh service men and women who have uh, given their their lives for our country so um you know from mainly from this area and so um you know it's something that we've uh, done for a number of years and Players and coaches have all been very um, active and willing participants, and uh, you know, just want to take a moment to recognize the the families and the losses that they've suffered, and uh, how much we appreciate the the people who defend our our freedom and uh, who have given their lives in the as part of that defense. So, I forgot to mention that last night. And, Thank you very much, Coach. Yep. Uh, we'll open up for questions. We'll start with Mike Reese, followed by Chris Mason. Oh, great. Uh, Bill, Kyle Duggar was out there quite a bit in the game last night, and the stat sheet shows him with 12 tackles. Um, how much did the film reflect, you know, that number, um, you know, when you watched it over again? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, he was involved in quite a few he plays. Um, I thought he you know, pursued well, tackled well, and uh, gave us some some perimeter run force, which was a big part of the game. A lot of the game was um, the running game was directed towards the the perimeter and the outside. So he definitely helped us there, and and um, you know we got some good interior play as well uh, on some of the inside plays, and maybe that helped push the ball out a little bit. I don't know. Next question, Chris Mason, followed by Zach Cox. Hey, Bill. Um, last night was the fifth straight game that J.C. Jackson's had an interception. Uh, I'm just wondering what stands out to you about his ability to play the ball in the air. Yeah, he has a real, real good knack for, for finding the ball. Um, you know, it's several of those plays, uh, he you know, didn't see the ball thrown, and he uh, turned and located it and, um, obviously he has good hands and, and quick hands and the ability to locate and, and catch the ball, um, without, without seeing it all the way in. So, um, not all of his interceptions came that way, but those are the hard ones for a defensive player when they turn late and have to find the ball and, uh, not only locate it to break up the pass, but just to then to be able to take another step further and make a clean catch. Um, those are tough plays, but he is, does an excellent job of that. And, um, you know, it's very good ball awareness. Is that something that can be or is that, um, a little natural ability there too? Well, yeah, we definitely work on it. Um, but that's, uh, sure. I think some guys have more, uh, just natural hand-eye coordination and, 
um, the ability to do that than others. And he's he's made a number of plays, you know, um, for us, you know, through the years like that, just finding the ball, locating it late, and and then being able to intercept it. Um, but no, we definitely work on that. We work on our back to the ball and um, playing the ball with proper technique and and uh, and when when to look for it. And we do look for it. Try to look and locate it. But uh, yeah, some some players have a more natural skill on that than others. But we we definitely try to improve it and work on it and you know keep it sharp. Thank you. You're welcome. Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Doug Kai. Hey, Bill. The broadcast last night shared a stat that Devin McCourty uh, has played more defensive snaps since 2010 uh, than anybody in the NFL. Uh, I believe it's been five or six years since he's missed a game. With all the moving parts that you guys have had on defense this year and, and over the last couple of years, how beneficial is it to have a guy in Devin that you can basically rely on to be there every game and, and play almost every snap. Yeah, it's incredibly, uh, you know, it, it's incredibly reliable. He's incredibly reliable and it's, um, you know, defensively. Well, and I mean, you know, anything in the game you'd like to have consistently, but you know, for that position, the free safety position that had handled so much communication, formation adjustments and, uh, decision making back there, kind of the quarterback into the secondary, if you will. Uh, that's a critical role, and and uh, you know, not only does De Devin have great durability and and consistency in his play back there, but his ability to uh, handle uh, those game plan adjustments uh, quickly and decisively is a you know, it's a big help to our defense, no question about it. Next question, Doug Kite, followed by Megan O'Brien. Hi, Bill. Uh, Mike mentioned Kyle Duggar's contributions, but you guys also got contributions out of other rookies as well. I know it was, uh, it's been a unique season with a unique offseason, but are you seeing the rookies, you know, get a little bit more acclimated now midway through the season? Uh, well, sure. I think, yeah, I mean, we when we started the season, those were really, like, preseason games for them. I mean, it was their first action in the NFL. So, um, yeah, we're ways past that. And I think there's certainly been some growth, but, um, and we have a long way to go and we'll see how those players can, um, what kind of progress they can make over the, the second half of the season and, and what opportunities they get, whether they're earned or whether they're through, uh, necessity if we have injuries at positions and so forth and um, we'll see if they're able to do with those opportunities so next question Megan O'Brien followed by Chris Bryan hey Bill last night when you were asked uh, about those those guys up front Dietrich Wise Lawrence Guy Carl Davis and, and the way that they were able to, to to slow the Ravens down in the running game Carl Davis, a guy who's been beat up since since he arrived. What have you noticed from him just about when he's been available and been able to make an impact out on the field and, and how he's transitioned from since he's got here? 
Um, yeah, Carl transitioned well uh, when he's been on the field. Unfortunately, uh, as you mentioned, he he missed a little bit of time there, but um, you know he has some experience and um, and uh, you know I think a lot some of the techniques that we use are similar to what um, you know what he's played in the past, whether it be in college or uh, or in the NFL. And uh, Lawrence played with him at, at Baltimore, so I know he's helped him. Um, some in the in the adjustment and acclimation period, but um, yeah, Carl's been a you know a guy that we've you know been uh, has been able to, to give us some depth uh, at a position that we've needed it, and um, you know hopefully he can we can build on you know the last couple of weeks here going forward, and um, you know see how that all works with the you know with the defensive line rotation and, and their playing roles and so forth. But he's definitely helped us the last couple of weeks. Next question, uh, Chris Ryan, followed by Mike Reese. Good afternoon, Bill. Um, what I want to ask you about the offensive line. In watching the game last night, obviously they looked phenomenal. They were able to get to the next level uh, and made uh, a lot of precision blocks, etc. Um, what did you see from the from the film in regards to their play, and how big of a part of the success of their of your offense are they at this point? You know, well, I think our our offensive line and running backs have. Um, you know, the time that they've been able to work together, uh, both in practice and in games, is given an element of timing and consistency that is is good to have in the running game. The timing of the blocks and the um, you know having a feel for you know how the back runs and the back of the line, you know the the pulling and the timing and the um, you know the the timing of the space of the holes and so forth, especially on some of those outside plays where they're or crack blocks involved and, and, uh, you know, and some of the, the trap blocking inside as well. So, you know, the more you can do those things and practice them and, and get comfortable with them, um, you know, Rex and, and Damien have both been able to, you know, develop some consistency there with, uh, again, more continuity on the offensive line than we had earlier at times in the season. Uh, we've been able to get the same five guys out there on a more frequent basis here recently. And, and with the running backs and the tight end with Ryan and a fullback Yawk. So that those are all, those, those are good things. The more you can work together, the, the better chance you have for uh, having timing and, and also making adjustments when things happen a little bit differently from play to play based on what the defense does, then, you know, everybody gets more confident and, and um, can maintain their aggressiveness because they, you know, have done it before and, and know, what to do and are confident in doing it. And so that, that leads to some good, good downhill runs. And, and Damien certainly did a nice job of moving the pile and breaking tackles and, and running aggressively. And when, when there is an opening, so he's, he's maximized a lot of those, those plays. And just briefly, two of your bigger contributors last night were undrafted players in Jacoby Myers as well as J.C. Jackson. When you're bringing in a player, is there something that you look for specifically in their skill set to know that they can kind of contribute in that lane and you can break them off from there? When you're going to make a decision to, to, to have one of those guys stick with you, what, what, do you, what are you looking for in them? Well, the, the process of acquiring those players is you know, usually pretty competitive after the draft. So... You know, each team has a you know limited number of roster spots to fill. Uh, usually, 
you know, call it a couple players at each position, you know, a couple receivers, a couple offensive linemen, a couple defensive linemen, a couple defensive backs, and so forth. Uh, and so, you know, you try to target the players that you feel would have a chance to compete on your team based on the skill set. But again, you're in competition with, you know, with other teams on those players uh, after the draft. So a lot of times it comes down to a combination of factors, um, uh, you know, the financial offer, uh, opportunity, uh, what else you have on your roster, uh, how much the player or agent feels like you're the right fit for his 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 uh, client or that player feels like the team is the right fit for his skills and so forth. So, um, yeah, again, we're, we try to target the best players that we can. Some, some of those we get. Sometimes we get, um, you know, our second or third choice if depending on you know what where those players end up going because that's those those are negotiated guys not uh draft choices where you you know select them and they they have to go with their pick so so um like i said a very competitive process after the draft you know try to do the best we can to you know identify the players that we think will you know fit into our our program and again sometimes that's maybe not you know, initially, you know, thinking on drafted players and to come in and, you know, make a big impact right off the bat is not, that's not why you're signing them. Uh, if you felt that way about the player, you probably would draft them. But um, you usually feel like, you know, over a period of time, if the player can, you know, develop his skills, gain some experience and, and um, you know, you have an opportunity to work with them that, you know, maybe he can improve to be a roster player and, and be a contributor from there. So. Um, that, that's usually how it works out. Usually those players takes a little time for them to either gain the experience or sometimes with the lineman strength and and uh, sometimes it, it comes from took some from some physical development as well uh, before those guys are really in a in a position to to challenge. But Jacoby's you know a smart player that that uh, you know has worked hard and really has taken a you know done a good job of taking the opportunities that he's had and and also adapting his skills uh, as a receiver and his size inside and slot uh, to uh, you know a level where he's been you know, pretty consistently productive over the last year and a half uh, when he's played so it's you know real credit to him and, and his work ethic thanks Bill I sure, apologize for those I don't get to, but we'll make uh, Mike Reese the final question. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Um, Bill, when, when you guys um, took the turn into the fourth quarter last night, up 23-17, the, the way that fourth quarter unfolded, um, how much did the game strategy for you sort of shift even more toward field position? Um, and and it, well, I don't know how much the weather conditions were part of that or just the way the game unfolded. and. How much was Jake Bailey, you know, and just his ability to execute what he needed to do um, significant in the way that whole, that whole quarter really unfolded? Yeah, Jake, Jake did a great job for us, um, you know, as he has all year. Uh, his, his ball handling on both um, punts and field goals. Uh, I mean, I know you're asking about punts here because there weren't field goals in the fourth quarter, but... Um, but his ball handling in those situations and certainly challenging conditions last night and his ability to um, change field position with length and hang time and 
ball placement uh, to give our, our gunners a chance to uh, get down there. Really eliminated the returns last night. So uh, he, he does an excellent job and has done a great job for us all year, last year and a half, really, um, in all those areas. And, you know, you're right. I think as the elements last night uh, deteriorated, you know, as it got windier and, and the rain increased and so forth, uh, field position was certainly more important than just trying to go on a long field and in that situation, you know, it's hard anyway, but it was it's harder was harder in, in the conditions that, you know, the game ended up in. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Great. Thank you.